Hello everyone this is your host KK I'm super excited to let you know that I've launched my first book called Why Me First it's available on amazon.com I'm putting the link in the show notes click the link grab your copy today there is a free gift for everyone inside the book may I also request you to please leave me a review that would mean the world to me thank you so much imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host tajul khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs Hello and welcome to Be Bonfire Entrepreneurs with your host Tajul Kurana you can call me KK let me introduce our guest today with a passion for making an impact she founded Gan Strategic Solutions as a business strategist she works with senior level executives on their organization's key strategic initiatives to improve productivity and profitability She leverages her psychology background and prior corporate experience with major companies such as JP Morgan, Ernest and Young, Prudential in her approach to her change management work and she is Suzanne Gans. Welcome to our show Suzanne. It is so wonderful to be here KK. Thank you for having me. It's totally our pleasure. So Suzanne tell our audience who Suzanne Gans is. So for me my life can be defined by my core values of impact, family and community. And I've always been fascinated and motivated by making an impact on on others in my corporate life. I've done that earlier in my career helping CEOs and CFOs with their cash management needs. Post business school I wanted to get into broader problem solving and got into consulting sole companies help companies with their marketing and growth strategies and then went on to work on Wall Street and technology having no formal training that's where the psychology came through because i found that technology was really about change and having people embrace change so bringing my business and and psychology perspectives together making an impact there and along the way in doing that is when i really got involved in women's leadership initiatives so after business school and about a year into my marriage i wanted to start to give back more to the community and mentor and i joined an organization called the financial women's association to do that Right. and what started as giving back to mentoring became me getting more involved into the organization eventually becoming vice president treasurer and president of that organization and i'm still involved in that organization and i've gotten involved in other women's initiatives and then when the financial crisis last financial crisis hit in 
2008-2009, I found myself in a position to reinvent and make an impact in a different way and more life meaningful issues and got into financial advisory and planning work. And there I focused, again, my thematic was women because I found that the financial industry had a gap in how they spoke to the modern woman. And so I developed a number of, of programs to do that. And then when some things changed in the industry and I couldn't use my voice and the materials that I developed, it was time for me to go out on my own and make my mark as a business strategist, speaker, and coach. Amazing. Incredible, I would say. (laughs) Long journey. I'm sure it wasn't easy. So what was the most challenging switch? You made a couple of switches in your career. What was the most challenging switch? I think the most challenging switch was in the 08-09 time period Mm -hmm. because that was a time where my, my position was eliminated. I felt somewhat of a professional identity crisis because other switches that I made, I was in control of, let's say, and this switch, I knew I had a chance of my position being eliminated. When that happens, nobody says, oh, I want to get laid off or, (laughs) or, you know, it's not something that is is a, is a situation I wish on, on anyone. It's, it's a really tough on the the ego (laughs) and and it it hurts and so it's it's reminding like when I woke up the next day I reminded myself of all the other roles that I had that I was still a mom I was still a wife I was still a daughter a sister a friend a community person and I was like it was for the first time that I really saw myself as broader than just being defined by my work so that was the lesson in there for me right and what exactly did you do to move forward from there did you had any strategy or you did some kind of exercise or you had some mentor So that's where my involvement in the Financial Women's Association was so key for me. As I went to my colleagues, as I started to think about my next move, and I had a vision around what I wanted to do. And I said, I want to work with business owners. I want to work with individuals. I want to leverage my broader corporate background and my psychology background. Where can I get this? And my colleagues kept encouraging me and telling me that I'd be really good at financial planning and advisory work. And then I explored that, did my due diligence and found that it was for me. Right. Do you still feel that somewhere our industry or, you know, financial industry or entrepreneurial industry is male driven? Yes. It's, I still feel that there's a lot of male dominance. And I would say that that's something that's changing. I would say that there are more, more women entrepreneurs with women attracting money. That's a different scenario. There's only a small percentage of women that get private equity and, and venture capital money. So that still has room for change. And I, I think with the social climates, the way they are currently, we, we've been making advancements and continue to make advancements. I think people are starting to become aware that the dollars 
for women entrepreneurs and underrepresented people need to be distributed more broadly. So do you only uh, mentor female entrepreneurs or both male, female? I, I mentor both women and men. Okay. I tend to have a, a strong affinity for women just because of my story and my journey. All right, understand. I think it's it's very important for us uh, as a female to understand because I think there's an inner negative inner dialogue, you know. Of course, from outside, there are forces which are pushing you back. But also from inside, from time to time, we feel low, we don't feel confident. We, you know, have that kind of negative emotions or imbalance hormonal changes, I would say, <laughs> if I have to put it in the right way. And some female are good with it. They would change it immediately like I would do it. If I have any kind of negative in a dialogue, I would just switch. But most of the time, females don't. So how would you help such females who get into this negative in a dialogue and want to give up? So that's such a a great and important question. One of the books that I read early in my career that really made an impact on me was a book called Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office by Dr. Lois Frankel. And it's not about being mean or the B word. It is really about switching off some messages we might have heard growing up in our journey, like nice girls don't raise their voices, for example. (laughs) And so it's about switching off and changing the inner movie in our heads about who we are. And it's, it's, it starts with ourselves and our, our, our self care mm-hmm. and being mindful about these messages. I think is sometimes we can be our harshest critic. It's just about embracing ourselves and been teaching my children that there's, there's a couple different types of experiences in life as a great mentor of mine taught me, which is there are pleasant experiences and then there are learning experiences. So if they're not pleased with how they performed on a test or a report or an experience, I say, what do you, what did you learn from that experience? And when you switch it in that frame that we're continuously learning, I think it tends to turn off the negative. All right, right. Interesting. So I just want to clarify that our podcast is not only for female entrepreneurs. It's for all the entrepreneurs who want to escape burnouts and increase productivity. That's the main idea about having this entrepreneurs, bringing successful entrepreneurs, sharing their story, sharing their challenges, their failures, and what they did to stay in the game. So what do you think new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs need to change? From your experience, if you think there is something that entrepreneurs need to do differently. I think it takes a lot of energy and drive to be an entrepreneur and to be able to be flexible and to embrace what I call the roller coaster ride. There's lots of ups and downs and bumps in between And when you're mentally prepared for that and you have a a support system of of mentors, peers that you could go to, different organizations, uh, your families, routines that 
that help to support you that's that's critical right so important i think it's very important that entrepreneurs need to know that it's not easy everybody says i don't like 9 to 5 and i want to be an entrepreneur and also social media is causing this kind of maybe advertisements saying that oh you can be an entrepreneur you can leave your 9 to 5 you can be you know full time freelancer yes you can do it but there are certain things you need to understand you need to lay the foundation before you actually leave your 9 to 5 and you should ask yourself how ready are you to give in time energy and efforts because it takes few years to reach where you where you really want to unless you're you are financially strong you have financial backing or you have good pr to support you then it's a different ball game but if your resources are not very strong you have to be mentally very clear that it's like you said it's a roller coaster right right so what yes. from your point of view if there's someone who really is looking to become an entrepreneur wants to leave a 9 to 5 job what are the three best things they can do i think one is to really think through what is it that they want what are their values what's important to them that's number 1 number 2 if they're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and there's some steady income that's coming in now i would say explore the feasibility of your idea of becoming an entrepreneur while you have the steady income coming in so that's be strategic about it and then it's to seek out your support system your mentors there's a number of different resources um here in the states there are things like small business development centers there's something called score which is executives who have been in the corporate world who are giving back their expertise people's universities often have resources as well so there's a lot of resources that can be tapped into to be part of your mentors and your support system so i would say those are the three most important things interesting and how should they stay motivated i think by having those important things those values in front of them is when you have those days where you know you you get rejection or thing projects initiatives aspects just are not going your way is to remember it is is to pull that camera back and say why am i doing this to remind them of their their purpose and their why and i talk to entrepreneurs about that when i talk about lessons i didn't learn in business school one of the first things i talk about is what is your why why are you doing what you're doing because that's your grounding and your foundation when things get rough it always goes back to the purpose right absolutely i also tell my clients that write your why and stick it in front of you every day you have to read it you know especially when you are feeling low and you want to give up just go back to your why it's so important very interesting that you said that thank you so much so according to you what are some of the mistakes you see young entrepreneurs are making these days i think one of them is is seeing the successes on social media mm. and i remind people that in social media it tends to be as one of my mentors said the highlight reel 
So you're not necessarily seeing, let's say, the sweat equity that went into that business or the the hard days. And I'm always fascinated, more fascinated when an entrepreneur shares their journey and the bumps along the way, because that to me is more relatable. So I think when people glorify, well, I can just do that. I could put on my, my hoodie and my jeans and you go away and just make an application and, and boom, I'll be a success. doesn't happen that way. And so it's really about having that broader vision. What, what is it that's, that's different that could resonate with your potential client base. I think sometimes people are very quick to jump in. And then when things don't happen the way they want it to, they're also very quick to, to jump jump out Mm, yeah so not getting overwhelmed with all the courses and people suck other people's success basically don't compare your success to other people's success very interesting so what's one piece of advice you would give, give entrepreneurs to stay productive and escape burnouts so i talk about taking mini breaks Within the day, people think, oh, I have to go away to some exotic place in order to get refreshed. It takes five minutes to take a walk. Mm -hmm. So if you have stairs, go up and down the stairs, just a different location. Right. A professor of mine used to joke, like, there's the window, go look out the window. <laughs> but there's some wisdom to that, to, to switch your focus and look at, at the scenery. It's those sorts of things that those little breaks throughout the day and then take a, make sure you are taking those breaks, especially at the end of the day, spend some time with friends, family, whether that's a, a phone call or taking a, a walk or something that where you're connecting with somebody else that I think is also important. Right. I, I see the same thing. Connect back to nature every hour, you know, like, like you said, exactly the same thing. I would say, look outside the window and admire nature. Look at the sky, look at the sun, look at the trees, or you, you, you just walk around, you know, in your own apartment or your house or your office, wherever you are, just disconnect from gadgets and yes. go back to nature, to your roots. Interesting. Amazing. So Suzanne, this is all the time we have. Please tell our listeners, where can they find you? Thank you so much for asking, KK. So they can find me on my website, GANSStrategicSolutions.com, and GANS is G-A-N-Z. You can also find me on LinkedIn under Susan GANS of GANS Strategic Solutions, and my YouTube channel is also GANS Strategic Solutions. Awesome. I'm going to put all those links in our show notes so our listeners can copy paste and get in touch with you if they would like to. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose? Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends? So we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity, and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. 
would you please take a moment to rate and review this show that would mean the world to me and yes don't forget to subscribe this is your host kk until next time take care bye bye